This is a Praxis podcast. In this first episode, we bring you some closing conversations from the participants in R22, the residency on repression, expression, violence and creative resistance. Uh, hi, I'm Yanya Zayashenka. I'm from Belarus, but I moved to Oslo a year ago to study at the National Academy of Arts. Hi, I'm Tanya Kanya. So I'm an artist researcher. I'm based in Australia and I do socially engaged practices. Hi, I'm Daria Pogacheva. I'm an artist from Kyiv, Ukraine. I work with performance, video, activism in public space. Hi, I'm Cindy Horst. I'm a researcher at the Peace Research Institute Oslo, PRIO, and I work on the topics of the residency. I asked Cindy, a collaborator from PRIO, about the background for starting the residency and what some of the expectations were. Um, I guess it really started from this idea that um, at PRIO, where we uh, try to understand peace and conflict, very big themes, uh, and we do this based on different types of research methods. Um, when we look at oppression and we look at violent conflict, very often we are missing uh, a lot of the human experiences that are more embodied, um, that are not necessarily easily put in words. So um, this residency was really about bringing together a group of people who work with these themes, but use very different methods from the research methods that we usually use, uh, and to see uh, what we can learn from each other and how we can inspire each other. and. Uh, yeah. For me, I didn't have expectation because it was the first residency about war. And uh, the first time when I'm in a space with people who live through this experience or work with these topics. So I was just interested to meet those people and to see what we can do together. And also because the focus of residency was not on creating new works, but just sharing experience and uh, sharing knowledge with each other and then we did some workshops so it was very intensive uh, period but also with a lot of freedom and we created this safe space for each other and then grow inside of it <laughs> yeah it was uh, for me it was also a lot about uh, creating connections with people who work with the same topics um, yeah, it was very special to find people who have very different, but at the same time, very similar experience um, in life. Mm. I, I work with themes around like, so settler colonialism, colonialism, borders, and I think, and you know, power dynamics and racial dynamics. And um, a lot of these dynamics happen across geospatial borders. So I was really interested in being around others that um, interrogate similar similar themes and unpack it in different ways. And I think that's really exciting because there's there's um, there's nodules of connection whilst still honoring that each site has its particular nuances and, and those kind of negotiations I find really interesting and it makes you feel less isolated and it makes you feel less alone. Um, and also um, I think for my practice just helps me see the bigger picture when I'm connecting with artists yeah it's done that in really unexpected ways like it hasn't been as um like in in, in highly curated settings it, it almost feels forced in a way or you have to perform it in a particular way 
but these moments came out in the kind of in-betweenness in the unexpected moments where it's um yeah you don't have to say i am this and i came here and da, 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 and it just it just sort of happened in the space so we kind of you know we spoke a lot within the group about not having to explain yourself and not having to say oh this you know that so you, you know by bringing us all together i think we had that just embodied understanding and we didn't have to explain that to be here and then we kind of it almost felt like we we skipped that that expectation and we were just um present together in the space so i'm talking about the moments of cooking together the moments of dancing together as well which is just as valuable i think that even if people didn't have this experience of war we all have experience of conflicts in our life and inner conflicts and it's actually little war happening inside of you so during this residency we also deal with this inner pain with different practices workshops but also educating ourselves we work a lot uh, on topic of trauma and we had workshop about integrating polarity so this is like academical psychological knowledge that we really missed as artists because as artists we deal with these topics uh, practically intuitionally proposing our practices but also uh, now we know from scientific approach what's happening in our brain and how this art process could heal you so we through this residency became more whole with our practice we have and now with the knowledge we have because of being here and also inviting some people who could who could share with us their research in a way it's been like just a proof in a way that we've been right working with the topics through um art i mean it's not like there is right or wrong but it was more like uh how do you call it Validation. Validation, yeah. Uh, yeah, that our experiences are valid, our practices are valid, our feelings and emotions are valid. I, I think, as Tanya mentioned, it's just we, we kind of stepped over this introduction of I've lived through this, I've lived through that, because we kind of knew on an unconscious level that everyone here has been dealing with war or oppression or violence. and yeah, this individual, but also common experience of trauma, um, it just breaks the boundary in a way that other people who did not deal with that in their lives, they just can't access it as easily or can't get through to the other person as easily. Yeah, and also we, uh, when we arrived here, we had introduction of our works. So through work, you can see what this person was came through in uh, their life. And it was very powerful to see all these works because um, we know that all of us suffered in a way, but the art we created is really powerful and it heals. And then you don't need to know a story of a person because through art you can see it. And after this introduction, uh, was uh, some part of tuning to each other and feeling what can I bring to this group, to these people, knowing what uh, what they are through their art. So I think it was very valuable thing to share and just to observe uh, each person and be very sensitive to his or her experience and not touch maybe some 
like uh, wounds, but more propose way to to work with that, not talking directly <laughs> about that. I really appreciated listening to the artists around um, how how they embody and try to keep negotiating a continuation of of conflict. I think what I've sort of found in the Australian context is there's an assumption that oh there's a conflict somewhere far away um, now you've been displaced now you are on the refugee humanitarian program and now you're in a peaceful situation and it's kind of done and and these dynamics continue on and it's really complicated um, and they they shift from each context that you find yourself in and so you know just to reiterate I think seeing the artists continue to negotiate that in the present has been a, an honour to, to be witnessing and to be part of. Yeah, I would also like to say that what, all the different things that you are saying now to me is exactly like if we want to understand the human consequences of violence, of war, of oppression, um, it's very different to understand it reading statistics and doing correlations or doing interviews with people if it's not something that is something that you've either witnessed yourself or it's passed on from generations so your parents have witnessed it or your grandparents have witnessed it and it really does something with like how do we know and how do we understand reality uh, it's on so many different ways and so many different levels so for me it's been very powerful and yeah like really uh, important to actually um, witness this and see how do we integrate it because to me this is work that like everyone now I guess with a with a crisis in in Ukraine uh, if you see now in Europe for a period there was all of a sudden an awareness that war is something that can happen to people like us uh, and all of a sudden there was this small window of opportunity for people to recognize what it means uh, but these are realities for millions of people around the world in very, very similar ways. Uh, so how do we make sure that everyone, whether you have lived through this directly yourself, whether you've witnessed it or not, can actually relate to it and can actually understand it. And to me, then it's really important to organize something like this where people come together and say, oh, I recognize what you're doing and I this is important work and let's continue doing it because it's so difficult and and can be very isolating to do it and like for my even like for myself as well you engage in it and you feel that okay well who else is doing this and what am I actually doing and what's the point and what's the meaning um, so yeah to me that's also been really important to uh, to see to see that yeah for for me uh, when I had this question what can I propose to this group when I, I see these people so I found the uh, approach how to work with uh, performance art and to offer people, even who are not an art artist, for example, to perform and to go through this pain or sadness. So I created a workshop here in Oslo in ruins of a medieval uh, monastery. And uh, it was like a safe space for people to interact with the pain and sadness through ritual body and giving support to each other. And if I won't be here and uh, not meet these people and working in practice, maybe I didn't come to this because uh, especially here I felt I need to focus on this. And 
when we tried this, I understood that it could work. And also after that, we had this workshop on trauma. So then I also combined it with scientific knowledge. What I did intuitionally actually was validated by a person who studies these things. So I like gained my direction for future to develop this method and then work with people more and more because this topic is so relevant in the world, in my country and all around the world and also could be um, proposed to people who just have their inner own conflicts to solve them. <laughs> also in the presenta presentations the other day, um, and as you guys have been, have been listening to you guys talking when I've seen you, um, the like, idea of toxic positivity has been made, mentioned a couple of times. Um, how do you deal with that in the setting where you're trying to be proactive, validating and all this, like how does that come into uh, into what you've been doing here at the residency? Toxic positivity appeared when we looked at Jed's uh, project because he collected these messages of people about peace and it was his installation like a wall from uh, Lebanon with uh, holes of bullets, bullet holes. And then in the uh, uh, Netherlands, he exhibited this wall and he proposed people to put these messages of peace. And there we found many messages like just about happiness and love and just don't worry, be happy, this style. And we talked about toxic positivity that we found is like uh, a way to avoid reality and avoid pain and just a way for people not to be related to what's happening. But in our residency, we didn't experience this because we're all very related. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't work with this, like how to solve it. We just open with our own practices and not being afraid to see our own problems, you know. <laughs> not working within the neatness of category of end the start or like you know just thinking about temporalities and um and that's kind of yeah I feel like that's the that's the balance like and a few times the group had mentioned um you know this is, this is the mess of it you know it's, it's the mess of it we don't need to feel like we need to resolve it by the end of this we're in it and I think that's you know not not only a skill that a lot of artists have of being in the unknown but I think particularly this group of just sitting with it I think there's something really unique when you bring um people, however they define lived experience for themselves um, and not necessarily having to share it. Um, but I think there's something really interesting that happens in a group when you, um, I guess, see this in one another's work and, and just way of being. I think there's a there's a, a working through what care looks like that is very different to uh, a very problematic idea of care like I will care for you I have the power to give you this or that or take this same thing away from you so the the working out what does care mean for us as a group um, with similar experience is something that I'm continuing to sort of think about in my practice as well because it's like you know bringing people together uh, a group that has these similar experiences and it could very easily um, you know people have very um a multitude of, of of lived experience of violence in multitude of contexts and it could easily get into lat lateral violence and there are all these other sort of micro to the macro dynamics and um 
it's helping me think through what does it look like to hold care and space um, for one another with patience and um, with, I don't mean to sound corny, but like with love as well. It's really difficult. It's really hard. Um, yeah. yeah, and we also talk about how in this process when we create practices for people, for a group, also to take care of yourself. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. as artists, we used to give everything to art project, to think about people, how we can help and everything. But then at some point we find ourselves exhausted from this and don't have a balance between uh, caring about you. So this workshop we did also sometimes we are focused on how we can support ourselves and working on trauma, we actually work with our own memories. And uh, one person, for example, discovered and expressed his memory with drawing or uh, body movement or voice and others were just present and observing as witnesses. And we found that this exchange, this being present together, observing each other without judgment, is already a very powerful method of healing. Because when you are present with someone in a space and person knows that you are here and you deal with your pain, it creates like this shift that you are really valuable and vulnerable in this moment and you have this support which is not even spoken, it's just there. So yeah, it was also a very powerful experience for us to go through and deal with our own memories. To be able to support other people. <laughs> yeah, I like that you mentioned uh, vulnerability mm -hmm. because it's like this is a safe space to be mm -hmm. vulnerable. And as many of us are displaced, it's uh, we have to deal with other problems. We have to be in the societies that have no idea what we are dealing in with. And then it's like you don't have a safe space to be vulnerable usually. Um, but here, um, I think everyone felt like that they could open up. Mm -hmm. Can I also just say like the? I feel that when you're working with those themes, like as myself as an outsider, there's also a real responsibility that comes with that. On how do you do? It? I I never expected with the residency. I knew of course trauma would be present, but the way and the depth of the discussions and everything was incredibly powerful and much more than I was expecting. And then we had to also balance that with playfulness. We had to balance it with with kind of, um, yeah, care and love and all those kind of things. And for me, it's about like responsibility and responsibility. Uh, I think that's really important for us to, to uh, to think of, okay, how do you hold uh, a space where that's um, where that's possible? And it's a very kind of scary responsibility in a way. But uh, I'm very happy that it worked out the way it is. Also because of the group, exactly what you're saying, everyone taking care of each other and everyone being, yeah, doing that together. That responsibility was a collective responsibility. Yeah, definitely, I think each of us has now carried this experience and will uh, approach to art that we create because we know in this space, uh, safe space it worked already. So having this knowledge now we can yeah, share with other people 
it was like also experiment and test group maybe for some of our practices we wanted to try but were scared to try and here <laughs> we did all of that yeah oh you can still see the floor like <laughs> developing i guess i'm just i'm thinking about as like as in australia place and emplacement is really important because it's a settler colonial site and so we really have to think about who's host who's guest and i think um what this residency has helped me think through is a, a bit more of the confidence of yes bringing these lessons but outside of that context here and i think having all of us from different parts of the world and still feel placed and in place here was really unexpected hmm. hello i'm nastasia nefyodov i'm based in the netherlands now happy to be in this residency in oslo and i'm mainly working as a photographer and with artist books and I'm telling family stories around war-related trauma and how it impacts families over generations and intimate relationships. Hi, I'm Iman Jabra and I'm a Palestinian-American artist um, I'm currently studying my master's in China Academy of Art in Hangzhou. Um, my work is mainly sculpture installation, but I have a background in BFA in new media art. So it creates this conversation between sculptures and digital realm. Um, and it's this dialogue that keeps going back and forth between two dimensions. Um, I play with sound and light to emphasize on sculptures and installations and I use one thing you will see very often in my work is thorns and to me I use thorns metaphorically um, first of all it's very connected to Palestine in historical and religious way so it naturally plays this metaphor for me and I dive deeper with themes and relationships to restrictions and pain uh, especially related to Palestinian women um, and how I can reflect on my own experiences and try to really overcome these barriers. My name is Jamile Calderon. I am from Colombia. I have been living in Norway for 20 years and I work most with uh, photography and moving images. I am like Nastia, using a lot as a source of inspiration, my cultural background and my family stories. Yeah. Uh, my, my name is Jana Brusli. Uh, I am Syrian artist. Uh, I'm based now in France. Uh, I do animation, illustration, comics, uh, paintings, and murals. Uh, also, I run uh, art workshops. Uh, my themes, uh, they are related to um, uh, journalism, uh, politics. Uh, but now, mostly, I work uh, on trauma and uh, PTSD, and ha like how to heal from trauma. Uh, and, um, yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, this year for me, I I have uh, like this art block. I uh, I I was in a, in a place like I don't know why I'm doing this. So 
I was struggling a lot with my uh, practice and even though like I had a lot of ideas but uh, uh, I didn't have enough motivation to to make them uh, so like uh, my expectations here like to to kick it out and uh, to have this motivation from other people especially where I live I I'm surrounded with the community of artists but uh, not they don't do engaged art so I felt like very isolated uh, in my own practice so I thought like if I meet uh, people from uh, different uh, backgrounds but they they do art for engagement that will really help me to feel I'm not alone yeah for for me it was also um, the expectation or the desire to be amongst people who work on a similar topic and um, to not feel isolated with working on on deep um, personal stories and stories which kind of impact my life and um, which I use to the art to process so I I was expecting that talking to other people and especially to other people with with uh, different from different disciplines that this gives me also an inspiration to yeah to broaden my approach in in my art practice and also like Diala I was in a bit of a artistic block so I expected to to see how other people working on other artists working on this theme will give me no new openings in my own journey. For me, it was most uh, about uh, my own background, coming from Colombia, and all this uh, violence 80s and 90s, where I grew up there. And now I am uh, working with a piece related to the political situation, the violence, but uh, from a very um, personal perspective. So I was thinking that that resident could be very uh, helpful to this project in order to get kind of uh, inspiration and understanding of other people's uh, works and stories and realities and experience. Because sometimes when you listen to other people, uh, experience or stories, then you understand better your own story, where you're coming from. So this is what for me uh, the most important uh, motivation to participate in the residence. For me, um, when I first saw the open call, uh, for the residency, I really saw how the theme of the residency spoke directly with my work when it's about oppression and um, violence. Um, and I was really fascinated that how that's in contact with Prio, the peace research. So how's the residency researching violence and oppression, but then Prio is researching peace. Um, and I thought that was a, a very playful concept. Um, but I did come here with uh, certain expectations and certain goals. Um, 
I was very clear on that I wanted to meet displaced Palestinian artists in the diaspora, and I personally have not known, I haven't known any um, Palestinian artists in Europe. So I was very curious to open that door for me. And, but I came here and I felt very connected how most of us are dis displaced, regardless mm -hmm. of our race. Uh, we actually have very similar stories with that displacement. And um, I came here also to develop my thesis research, uh, which is researching creative influences for displaced artists. So it seemed like a nice opportunity to dive deeper, um, which the entire group really loved to go to dig really deep in every topic we handle every day. Um, and the strong community of art, women artists, yeah. it's such a safe space for all of us. Yeah, it's crazy how it felt very safe actually, because we, uh, yeah, we have expectations, but still we didn't know what to expect. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and uh, for me, like uh, I, I had the opposite aim. I wanted to get out of the Syrian contest Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be surrounded with Syrian people because I know the experience. Uh, I, I lived with them and I mean, we went uh, out of Syria in the same period almost. So I needed to see how other artists, activists, they function uh, with their art uh, while they are coming from a very different uh, background that it doesn't look like my background. And it made me feel much better because like listening just to her, their stories, it made me feel like more grounded mm -hmm. because every time wherever I go, like I'm the center of telling the stories what happened in your country. And now I feel like, okay, there is many people, things happen in their country. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm not alone. Yeah. Yeah, definitely you're not alone. <laughs> I felt I had the same feeling too. I really felt equal with everyone here, which is rare when you work, you already work with such a heavy topic. Um, for example, in my grad school, I mean, we all work with different topics. So mm -hmm. you do feel somewhat alienated yeah. and um, isolated. And yeah, I just felt like we all came with the same perspective, yet we're so different, mm -hmm. which really created a safe space and equal space between all, between all of us yeah and the, the uh, actually the interesting thing geographically we we are coming from different backgrounds and also uh, what is related to time because like for example for you mm -hmm. it's inherited uh, trauma like uh, for Nastia she she had this like uh, inherited from her family so it was like really interesting for me to see how this continue <laughs> from generation to another while we are uh, experiencing this uh, freshly now so yeah i think like this is also very interesting yeah i agree and like uh, also like Jamila, you you talk about your past there how like you ex experienced like violence when you were a child and you are still carrying this over your shoulders so so, uh, yeah, it's like we look at, at ourselves uh, in the future. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to see these different stages of 
processing trauma within the group that it's it, yeah it's not everybody at the same yeah at the same phase of yeah. processing it's funny because we should talk talk about uh, inspiration here <laughs> but our inspiration is related to <laughs> trauma as well i think i'm yeah. inspired by all of you guys yeah and i love that uh diala you introduced me to understand understanding trauma and i had like i was not really um introduced to trauma or understanding the symptoms and how it could be in your body or in your surroundings without even being aware of it mm. um and i love that this is one thing i was not expecting at all is to come here and learn about trauma um and i'm really grateful i got to learn about it i'm definitely gonna leave researching about it more yeah Uh, like once uh, um, I was talking to a young man from the Free Syrian Army and he told me yeah your art is nice uh, it's very beautiful what you are saying but it's not going to change anything it's not going to fall down Bashar Assad it's not going to do anything and I was like what a challenge <laughs> I don't want to make art uh, for a luxury I want to do some like difference even if it's like really a drop in the ocean So I, w I started searching what I can do with my art that is not just related to politics. So this is how I started like uh, this art therapy uh, workshops with kids. And uh, by this experience, I started searching more about trauma uh, and how can I, can I use like uh, this art to uh, help uh, like traumatized kids or like adults even. And then I thought like, okay, I can even heal myself with this. So that's why <laughs> this this is how the inspiration came. I mean, every event, it affects us in a way. So in the beginning, there was like huge political events coming uh, happening in Syria. So I needed to talk about it then. Uh, like uh, I thought like maybe I should work on education because like while the, the war is happening kids they are losing their future then I was like okay we are getting traumatized <laughs> so we have to work on it as well so it's very important mm -hmm. yeah yeah for me was uh, the the inspiration to work specifically with this topic I think so was related to the peace Prize to this Colombian president for uh, I don't know how many years ago, five years maybe or more. And then Santos is the president, and I remember that I met by coincidence in, in Chipo, who was in the parties, the committee, the communication committee coming here. So they called me for an interview, and the question was, what if I believe in the peace process as as a real alternative for peace? So then that question coming very deep into my mind, you know, I say whatever, watcha watcha into the interview and then I go into really what the, the question means, you know, what it is. And then, yeah, they started like, well, it, it is like coming the trauma uh, variation, like the, how you inherit a trauma. You know, if you see Colombia is a very complex country with a long history of violence 
So then you started to see how your father was affected for the violence, how you, the grandparents had been affected with the violence and back and back and back. So then you start to see how that layers of trauma and the situation is still being violence. And this kind of as well, other thing that is very interesting in the Colombian situation, how we normalize violence. Like if something happened, well, they happened to me worse, or they happened to your grandmother, and this is not that terrible. I was educated <laughs> like that. Uh, worse things happen in the world, you know, it's like a kind of putting down. So uh, then I was very, really uh, having those kind of uh, thoughts and thinking in myself, well, this is part of our personal responsibility. We cannot expect like a political process uh, giving a country a peace when it's so many deep elements in a society to healing before they can be really we reach peace. Of course, making a kind of agreement between two uh, groups in confrontation, helping a lot to have a kind of a normalization of the, of the state. But the ground for war is there the seed for war is there so this is about what i wanted to reflect or what i want to reflect in that uh, documentary piece of this is uh, that seed how we are responsible for that seed and mm. how we can change it that and i don't pretend to change the country or giving the uh, recipe to everybody that, <laughs> about how it is, but just putting a question and invite people to reflect and thinking, well, what is my responsibility here? And what I can do here is interesting. I think so that is interesting. And I think so this is the art function in the world, questioning. Mm, yeah. You know, we, we are not politicians. You know, we don't have the power to change the world, but we have the power to influence uh, societies and thoughts and asking questions. And this is powerful and they cannot be underestimated. Yeah. But you know, there is no system without people. Yeah. So we are in a way, not just artists. But, but we are not political decision makers. Yeah. No, but no. the system doesn't work without us. Yeah, no. So we, ha we hold a lot of power. Yeah. I'm no, we really working on the roots. It's the most important thing, actually. And I think what what we are doing here is also normalizing to talk about trauma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what we do in our um, work is to tell to tell our stories and or to tell stories from conflict areas and um, to invite other people to reflect on their own stories. And and I think what's important for me in this re residency is also that we share this mission in a way, and that, that this gives also energy and empowerment to continue the work. And if mm. what uh, Diala said, that you you feel sometimes, why am I doing this? So I think it's important to also come together um, from time to time to see, yeah, we, we want to normalize talking about trauma and not normalizing trauma, but to normalizing resolving pain and, and sharing a space and, creating visuals or stories where people can relate to and feel like that they are not alone with it and they don't have to keep it in silence. Yeah. 
And I think so that it is uh, very interesting what you're saying right now about normalizing trauma, normalizing speaking of pain, open people to tell their own stories. And I see other layer of that, that is all those big uh, traumas coming from uh, big conflicts. And those big conflicts have been told by the media and mediated by all the stories in the films or in the newspapers or in the news. So it's interesting when you have the power to tell the story as, as you have been living, experienced, remembering and suffer for your own perspective. But make it personal, having your owning your own narration. This is I feel like this is important because people, they put us in the media in an image that it doesn't look like us at all. And we really need Propaganda. to talk. <laughs> yeah, but also like, I mean, uh, personally, when we walk around and they ask, our, uh, they ask us, where are you from? No, no, no. They build a background. It doesn't look like us. So they have this background from uh, the media. And uh, we need to, to tell our own story, to feel like we are alive. We are not alienated. Uh, we are not like uh, weirdos, <laughs> you know. And I think so as well that those words have an uh, impact into the people to change the perception from the media and seeing uh, cultures and conflicts from another perspective that they never, the media maybe had been approached. Yeah, and, and when it's personal, then people see themselves in the stories. Yeah. That's true. And, and then you can reach them on the hard level, in a way. Yeah. I think this is something that's so common for us. We're all inspired by the same thing. We all want to tell our own story mm -hmm. because there's so many hidden layers into the stories mm -hmm. that is constantly put on the news, but mm -hmm. it's so on the surface and it's always the same dialogue, always the same conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that we as first people mm -hmm. get to tell our own stories. Um, it, it, it's about time that people stop, yeah, stop mm. owning our narrative. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like with, with the media, like it's uh, we we are here to normalize uh, talking about trauma, but the the media is normalizing uh, our pain. I mean, like it's like all the photos uh, from war look the same. Everyone like yeah. every like they look repetitive so it actually this hurt us a lot because it, it does it's it doesn't drag any attention anymore it doesn't mean anything anymore it's like kind of an industry of information of war information yeah. who cares about it it's like there is plenty of it so when you make it personal it becomes unique again it's like you you zoom in and to, it becomes universal at the same time yeah it makes you can you can relate the small drama you have, even if you're not living in a war zone, you yeah. can project on, on your story or the fear of losing home, for example, you can project on somebody's personal story. And But yeah, it needs to have this opening of being as personal as possible from my point of view, so that, that everybody can kind of see mm. themselves in there. And there, for example, we heard from this lady in the National Museum that they planned the museum for one person so that as many people as possible can 
relate to it. That was mm-hmm. really inspiring for yeah. me because yeah. I thought, yeah, if we want to reach everybody, um, we we might not reach anybody. Yeah. But if we stay close with our story, then many people can relate to it. When can I start? Uh, my name Ayman Al Azra. I'm from Palestine, but I live and uh, based here in Oslo. I work uh, as an artist. I work with different medium, uh, include the video, installation, sculpture. I don't have very sp- like I don't work with like specific medium, so it's all related to the project that I'm working with. So sometimes I choose video, sometimes it's a sculpture, sometimes it's a sound. Uh, yeah. My name is Mortez. Uh, I'm a Palestinian artist based in Norway. Uh, since I came to Norway, uh, I've been uh, interested in, 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 in themes like identity, home, uh, belonging in general. And that was a reason uh, for my uh, projects here in Norway, the projects I've been working with. Uh, Harudar, it's a mentorship program to uh, to give facilities and accesses to the newcomer artist in Norway, and I'm really interested in uh, how does artist uh, live in 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 a new land or a new re- reality, and and how does their art also get affected by this new life? So I work in general with art and cultural projects as a producer and, and curator and in this residency I work as a collaborator. Uh, my name is Khali Shatta. I'm a painter from Sudan, from uh, actually from Nuba Mountain. Uh, it's a region that has been war more than 30 years or 50 years. Uh, I moved to Norway uh, as a refugees. <laughs> 10 years ago, um, I do work with uh, more abstract painting, I do sculptures, right now I'm more working with ceramic. Uh, the name of the residency is Suppression, Expression, Violence and Creative Resistance. And almost all of our practice is uh, directed in, 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 in this direction or, or in, in, in this side. So as, as a Palestinian artist, for me, I find it very interesting to be uh, in a such residency and to share experiences with people who have kind of a same, sort of the same uh, background and, and to look at uh, uh, my violent situation from another perspective and to listen to uh, another violent experiences uh, uh, and 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 so yeah so as as we know like we we come from uh, we, we come we come from countries that is really uh, 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 full of politics uh, and uh, and and yeah it is not easy for us to be an artist. In, in, in the way that we really wanted to. So I, I see that is very relevant to back for our background. And uh, also it's nice to find people who have the same, uh, uh, the same experience where we can talk about uh, art and, and, and politics 
uh, in general. So yeah, I I mean it's good opportunity to talk about these uh, themes since we have not actually. Uh, it felt like when I again back to to when I first came to Norway. It was it was like. I can't share everything with whoever because there is people really don't like to talk about politics. But in this residency, we had the opportunity to talk about almost politics and everything we really wanted to talk about. You know, but also art, it's, I don't know, like, you know, politics is, it's everything. I mean, you know, basically we live with politics nowadays and art, it's a way sometimes just to express or like to find a way like to question this politics and to, to raise this kind of a question about like certain things that we get affected by politician and politics in certain country and different uh, things. So uh, I feel like, you know, like uh, this is life that we are in. It's all made by politicians and we all affected by this. So the artist comes to question these things like you say come yeah I do this project or I do this project to question you know why you do this when it comes like to immigrant to, to refugees or like you know all these kind of questions and so, also maybe it's a way to 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 relieve as well like when we talk about politics through art that 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 that, that could be like a refuge for us to not express our opinions directly so we can we we avoid, for example, uh, being jailed, or we avoid a lot of trouble. So we, we we try to express things through art as much as as we can, and that really does help uh, our inner from inside. So we can express ourselves through art. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm really pleased that I born in Sudan, and uh, Sudan uh, it's a country that it has. Uh, a diverse in language, in colors, in history, and everything. But like, uh, uh, I feel in a way we understand about art. But our politicians they are more extreme about art because they know how art it can affect in their system. Like I remember uh, when Thomas uh, <laughs> Sinkara. Uh, the former brother of Burkina Faso, uh, they just find, they only find like uh, three guitar and one car in his house. Uh, so Thomas Sinkara, he was an artist. So that's why he did a lot like to change his country. Right now, I feel the politician we have it in Sudan. They don't care about art, so the politicians who don't care about art, they cannot understand what the society want. Uh, what, yeah. So like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, I feel like you know to feel art. I mean, you know, also like worldwide, you know, everything's like. I mean, you know, like now we're all affected by anything's happening in the world like you know like you know it's Sudan is far away from like the, the Russian Ukrainian war but you still get affected by it so politician or politics it's it's kind of affect every level and aspect of our life in many different ways so an art is kind of like the soft tools that we create to kind of you know criticize this 
and it's yeah. easy because like people kind of like like it and don't feel it they, they, you know like have this love relation to art so artists have this uh, power on uh, kind of questioning all these uh, politics yeah. in a bigger scale I mean we can't you know it's not easy to talk about uh, art uh, apart from politics I mean, we can't avoid uh, sometimes when 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 we live under war. I can't avoid politics when when my situation is really very affected uh, by by conflicts, by violence. I can't avoid. So so I mean, politics now. I mean, in in all in all our life sites, uh, and 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 here comes the need of the art. You know, so. Uh, as a Palestinian artist, for example, I wish if I if I have if I have bo- have been born in, in in different reality where I can talk about nature, mountains, and things. But I born in this situation. I born in this reality. What what do you expect uh, uh, from me? So I, I mean, I mean, it's 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 all it's all goes together. We can't separate things from each other. And now the 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 the, the biggest proof now that the whole world. Uh, talks about politics and 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 and, yeah. and talk about uh, hardships that's going on in in in, in different places uh, in the world. So I mean, maybe to 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 give or to explain the political situation, art does help a lot here. So maybe I do believe that there is a lot of people who got sick of media and sick of the news, and there is a lot of people who really don't want to talk about politics. But maybe the art could really help these people to see the, 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 or to look at the situation from a different perspective or from a different uh, image. So, I mean, we can't skip politics in general. For me, as a Palestinian, I, 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 born, I born under occupation and I came to Norway as a refugee <laughs> and I can't, I can't just uh, I mean, yeah, you cannot, sit you away can, and You say, cannot avoid it, but I feel like, you know, it's the art, it's, uh, it's the tool to ask the same question in a different way, like not like as a, as a media thing. I mean, the only things which is maybe it's a problematic when it comes to art and politics that art doesn't have the power of change. That, you know, we feel like we do exhibition and we do different uh, screening or like exhibitions, but then the effect of this exhibition is very limited. It's not a big effect, which is maybe this is the yeah, only, we- the only like, question about like you know what it's how much art can affect and how much exactly. can add to that like we can't i i mean i mean we can't uh, uh, of course we can't compare the power of art uh, uh, with the power of uh, uh, politics we know that is really yeah. a huge difference but at least at least when i think about it i i think that art could give a better understanding to to, to others and art could give uh, 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 or could highlight uh, 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 the awareness about some case, for example, in somewhere in, in, in the world. But I do believe, like, I'm not gonna uh, solve the problem of of, 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 of of the politician or the problem of the world by, by doing art, but at least I could urge people to think about things from different perspective and, and from different sides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think like yeah. I think especially like um, 
in Africa or Sudan or Middle East where they have the, the, the dictatorship or system or uh, occupied by other nation but uh, I think also art it requires uh, invest you know like um, we can see uh, the power of art here in Europe because the government they pay a lot they give a lot of money you know to invest and uh, here in Europe I can see the beauty because also there is basic foundation of safety of a lot of things so the way I see art not only I enjoy the beauty the way art exhibit but also I feel uh, the beauty of the the of the beauty of uh, my surrounding but uh, in Sudan people they don't the government they don't invest on that because they knew like uh, if those people they start to think about the power of themselves through art yeah, they can. Yeah, like, yeah, I agree and I don't agree. You know, like also maybe we should ask the question in another way. Like mm. you know, I mean, I mean, look at it. How much this? I mean, you know, like we live in the West and we see like how much in, like they invest in art. But then like we should understand the background of it and from where all this comes. And you know, like if you look at it and how much they did like when they like you know all european occupied africa and took all the resources from them and then they kind of like live now which you know like all this like money comes or all these like investment in europe and then took everything from like the middle east and africa and have it in their museums you know it's it's kind of a question about like you know how is that works where is the politics and art and how even with that you know everything's kind of like getting into each other's i mean i don't see like you know it's different like when you live in a country where they get all the money from Africa to Europe and then like, you know, they ask African. I mean, they don't have the money to, to make a museum, of course. And then they come, the European, to invest in, in Africa to make them a museum or to make for them a museum. Yeah. yeah. Which is a bit like, I think we have the money because you already said, you know, when the European they came to Africa, they just take the resource, right? But they still but do the same. They still do the same yeah. things. But like uh, still we're living in a time that knowledge is everywhere. Like uh, we are more consciousness, whether in Africa or here. But the thing, how are we trying to take a step to change that? Like uh, in Sudan, I know some people, they do the opposite change just to make themselves as rich as they can. But, you know, I can always... No, I mean, I understand what you're talking about, it, but also I feel like there is always a different layer in the, the struggle, like, inside the Sudan. I mean, you know, like, there is many stories and there is many, like, people, like, kind of, like, enter this conflict and, and how they make it, like, to become bigger and bigger and divide the country, like, for two countries now. And then maybe, like, the third is coming and, you know, like, look to Iraq. I mean, you know, Iraq was one of the best country in, in the Middle East when it comes to resources and the education system. And then, like, get occupied, get divided. Now it's, like, Sunni, Shi'i, Kurdi. You know, like, it's a three-nation, like, kind of, like, in one nation. And it's all based on, on the same, you know, like, and they told everything, I mean, you know, took everything. Could be a belief system also. Sometimes it, it change the power of art. For example. Yeah, uh, I mean, I can't. Uh, I can't. As I said, like I, uh, I can't 
uh, compare the the uh, the power of, of art uh, with power of 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 politics or or I mean here with kind there is a lot of types of power like there is a military power that mm. really uh, uh, that we don't talk about it here when when it comes to art I mean I mean art could uh, art could explain uh, uh, art could urge people to think or art could uh, do do many other things beside uh, uh, beside uh, that power, but when it comes to and 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 here is here comes the 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 the, uh, the creative resistance in general. We know that there is a big power that's going on the war, and and as an artist, I I, I do feel uh, responsible on 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 how I can uh, uh, make the power of art uh, strong enough to 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 stand to defend that that other power. So, so I, I focus on in, 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 in art in general. I focus on 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 the art itself and how powerful is that art to really uh, uh, to 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 inspire people to inspire. and and to also engage people to 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 the politics or political acts. You know, so there is a lot of examples about how how art help. To 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 maybe uh, uh, <coughs> step step off systems and 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 many other countries and how an art act could really uh, or artistic act could really affect uh, uh, the 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 politi- political uh, decisions within within a country. So I I would like to focus on. On, on, on the act of art and the art itself to 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 raise as to raise much awareness and and uh, and and by this awareness we do understand better you know that and and then we can I I mean yeah, yeah we can we can do better also artists uh, require the, the freedom of the expression you know because without freedom we can make art Freedom of uh, True, the, religion, freedom yeah. of everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. But th- also, you know, like many places, they where where they like had a dictatorship. I mean, they were like more creative than country have more freedom. You know, because it forced them to to have like a really uh, a different way of creating things. And and you know, like maybe does know about like you know the artists that who like you know like you know when. During the first Intifada in Palestine, there was not allowed to have the Palestinian flag, mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. artist come and he like do this, like you know, like watermelon mm-hmm. painting, which is basically it's just a watermelon. But when you look at it, you feel like yeah, there is the green, there is the white, there is the red, and there is a black, which is the the, the all like colors of of, of the of Palestine. And then like you know, like it's also like I feel like sometimes you know when you have all the freedoms, it make doesn't make you like to make good. I mean that, that doesn't mean like you don't make good art or something but sometimes when you live under like really hard system the creative side has become more uh, bigger and stronger in, in finding different tools and method uh, to, to make art and how to use every possible way you know like it, I, I, I still like think of, of Palestine uh, like you know how much they use the graffiti you know like the graffiti was like really a powerful 
uh, tools like during the first intifada you know like every i mean we didn't do painting but we did like messages like how they did like you know today something will happen tomorrow this is what gonna happen next week and then the tools of like music and songs and how they use them how distribute these things like inside the society and talk about like things that it reflect which is today we don't have it as as there you know like it's it's a bit changed uh, because of the freedom more freedom that we have so and also uh, like many the revolution in the world it 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 it, it, it changed through art like even in united states uh, the civil rights movement in united states also you have the nina simon and uh, james Bal james uh, the writer uh, james baldwin yeah, and uh, you have a lot of, and even in Nigeria, like uh, Fela Koti, or, and there is a lot of, in Palestine, the most uh, famous caricaturist, uh, Haska, or, yeah. No, yeah, you see this guy, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah like, is, uh, without weapons or anything, but he changed the way. Uh, uh, I think the only thing that I feel like changed now, that there is no, how to say it, like, people kind of like not working all the time with the same things and that's it's make it because like you feel like those artists they were like giving their life to do all these kind of things like to keep just doing and doing and doing and doing and keep talking about the struggle more and more and more so now it's a bit like you know it's defragmented this art world like you know like it's completely bigger and then like everybody do mm. different things <laughs> and so I, I just think about like also to talk about something yeah. like yeah within the residency itself mm -hmm. you know maybe one of the most interesting thing that when you when you come from a such background uh, and you meet also other people from sort of same background maybe that that thing helps to 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 understand uh, your background or your your situation in in, in in a different way. Like okay, I am I'm from Palestine and I know that 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 reality. But when I meet somebody from Ukraine, for example, uh, I get more also interested in in, in 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 sharing talks and discussion about how does it feel uh, for for. for for you as an Ukrainian, for example, who knows that Ukraine is under big invasion now and now you live in, 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 in a safe country and, and all these things, all these things I've been experiencing myself, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's really nice to, to meet uh, other artists uh, from different backgrounds also. I mean, the, the, the feeling of the residency, I would say, you know, this feeling of that I know, it kind of it's it, somehow like you get this shock that you don't know because like there is many other stories that you still don't know in this world and there is total huge amount of different conflict even like even inside one person that he have his conflict so like as much as you think outside and yeah I know about like all oh, the war in Sudan and I know about this and I know about that and then like you come and you sit with like group of artists and each one talk about his own experience and then you realize that I don't know anything basically 
you know like i don't know so it's uh it's a bit surprising each time you do residency like how many stories comes out from this group of artists and how much things happening in the world and even you know like even like for us maybe we live in this bigger like conflict but then you know someone come and he's from this area and they have this problem in this very small area for them it's the biggest things in the world like and and sometimes you underestimate these kind of things during life because yeah we have like bigger conflict but then when you talk with them so you realize that yeah i mean everything's it's uh it have a value and you cannot just underestimate other people struggle even though if it's just in a personal level like you know like a relation between a daughter and the father and the mother you know it's 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 a conflict itself for her for her and and it's affect her life in many different ways so it is a struggle that she live through and it's for her it's the biggest things in the world this uh, residence it's it's my uh, first art residency in Norway and in my life and uh, I think uh, pre pre prio prio and uh, practice like uh, yeah they did uh, really amazing art workshop or art residence and uh, like I felt like it's something that I really needed like uh, and also I'm glad to to meet people from over the seas from different countries and the most important like uh, I felt uh, we connected and in a way we have the same stories that we want to tell or we want someone to listen to us other than artists and more than that and also I saw myself. I'm more than an artist, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was a lot of interesting yeah. things within this residency when it comes yeah. to yeah. themes, workshop, discussions. Uh, a lot of things we have uh, in, yeah. in yeah in mutual, and also it gives you a good feeling that you feel like you are not the only one who who uh, who, who 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 have who who have it. Uh, difficult or, or, or who, who comes from uh, a hard uh, and difficult background you see like yeah there is other people around you that they also they carry they carry kind of the same the same experiences like when we talk about our experiences when it comes to 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 war politics art in general we have a lot uh, yeah. mutual uh, experiences and we share a lot of ideas together so this is from side and from from this from f on the other hand like when i when i as uh, as an artist who worked in in norway for maybe 7 or 8 years so it was the residency was a good opportunity for me to uh, to share my experience and to uh, uh, to to reflect on 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 a lot of things that i've been working for 7 years but but in norway it seems like it's a it's a uh, it's difficult to 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 have a room where you can uh, test out your experiences for example or where, where you can reflect and you can develop uh, uh, the, the 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 experience that you have made through the last uh, five or, or or six years so in in, in this way it was it was really 
a good opportunity for me to to since I'm since I'm since I work with international artists for maybe four or five years in Oslo, so I found it really interesting to meet with a lot of different and international artists from different backgrounds. Yeah, first, yeah, thank you for yeah for the for the all residents. Uh, yeah, I really I learned a lot from them, and one thing that uh, I learned from our experience here, like. Uh, we are really powerful tools. We can change, but the most important reflect the problem, and and it will come a time that it can be changed. Yeah, mm -hmm. because all those artists they all carry and like uh, not only uh, the one who comes from a war zone or something even. We have Sarah and uh, Cindy and Nicholas and yeah. but when we discuss, we feel we are all in a one boat, which is is beautiful. It make it more powerful. Like uh, uh, we need to put ourselves in anyone else's soul. Like uh, so, when we we reach that level, it's easy for for us to solve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to... and it's nice also to. But you know, I feel like you know our problems is not the same, even though we live in the same areas. In but the it's same nice, place. I mean, like to listen to uh, to no, the, I, I, to I, different I, I, opinions. I, I, you know? Of course, of it course, does, I, yeah. I, I, to I totally agree. Yeah. Like it's, it's really nice to listen to everyone. This is like the most important things. But we should accept that our problems is not the same, mm -hmm. and what we looking at it, it's not the same things, and that should be also acceptable. Because my problem is completely different than, than a region artist in the world. And he should respect and accept my how I see also these problems and how I look at it. Unless become the, the you know, we become like almost the same. And this is, is not, it's not, it's impossible. Nice because like, but also like understanding like that my problem is completely different than your problems. And that doesn't, take anything from your problems you know like it's still like it's your problems and i need to respect that and i need to respect what you're doing but also it's the same like i see it from my own perspective and in also in relation to how it affected me and how i get affected by this conflict so like this kind of like things it's 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 really kind of feel a bit strange especially nowadays it's like you know like it's kind of like we all need to look at things from the same eyes you know we all need to look at what's happening with russia and ukraine from like this perspective without anybody looking to the other problems that we have and how much this conflict affected us and where we are and how we live so like it's completely like it's no way that we will be the same and we've to react to these problems. It's completely different, but it should be, there is a way of respecting that. Or it's become like no freedom of speech. It's become like, you know, like we force like for one things all the time. And also I feel a change in, in the young generation because uh, two years ago in this uh, George Floyd uh, demonstration here in Sturtinger, so I was there and I felt I'm the oldest one in this. Mm -hmm. So like for me, it was, uh, it was a good, uh, vibe. Mm -hmm. Like uh, imagine you have like 10 years, 13 years, 
they standing, you know, mm-hmm. just they trying to change something, you know, like I felt like, wow, this is really beautiful. Uh, I see myself like, imagine if chapter 100 years here, it could be a slave or someone mm-hmm. <laughs> can paint naked, mm-hmm. you see, but the things is totally, it's going like there is a slow wave of change. Mm. And, and which is yeah beautiful <laughs> but I'm very optimistic you know like uh, I don't like that let you like <laughs> but it's good you know it's good yeah it's good also <laughs> this is a praxis podcast <laughs>